Good morning, and welcome to the radio broadcasts of the Brinesburg Missionary Baptist Church. Tells us that because you have so little faith, truly I tell you that if you have the faith as small as a mustard seed, then you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Um, do we need to know this morning that he will move a mountain for us? Because he can. Do we need to know this morning that he conquered the grave for us? Because he did. If he can do these things, then he can do anything that you need him to do this morning. Any burden that you may have, any struggle or pain that you're going through, he can take care of that this morning. So as we sing this song, let's be mindful of that. The song's called Mighty to Save. Everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. And everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations. Sing it out. And Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. Take me as you find me, all my fears and failures, fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything. Save. You are mighty to save. 
Jesus conquered the grave. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. Is mighty to save. salvation. You rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. seated. Have been driven 
the Savior has died. Jesus giving his life for thy life. I am free by his stars and his And so let's, uh, let's celebrate together. This is America. Sea to shining sea. 
This is America. This is the land I love. Sweet liberty, land of the free, and home of the brave. And when the day is through, give me the red, the white, and the blue. Wherever I roam, this is my home. This is America. This is America. This is the land I love. Sweet liberty, land of the free, home of the brave. And when the day is through, give me the red, the white, and the blue. Wherever I roam, this is my home. This is America. And good morning to you all on this special Sunday as we are recognizing our country's 244th birthday. And you watching us online as well, we're glad to have you with us. And we hope you will celebrate and participate with us as we celebrate this morning. Well, we're going to start now by doing something maybe you haven't done since you were in vacation Bible school. We're going to do the pledges, but not just to the flag, but to all three up here. So I'm going to invite you to stand. And at home, online, if you're watching this, would you stand there too as well in honor of our country as we do the pledges to the flags and to the Bible. We're first going to focus upon the flag of the United States of America. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, if we focus on the Christian flag, which represents our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, attention, salute, and pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, who died, arose, and is coming again with life and liberty for all those who believe. And then the Word of God, the Bible, right here in front of us. Attention, salute, and pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy Word, and will make it a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path, and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Please remain standing as we sing our national anthem, and then we're going to sing America the Beautiful. You at home, stand with us and sing along too, in honor of our country. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight On the ramparts we watched Were 
so gallantly sweet and the rocket's red glare was bursting in air they flew through the night and our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave For spacious sky, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountains, majesty above the fruited plain, America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea oh beautiful for patriot dream that sees beyond the years Thine alabaster city's gleams Undimmed by human tears America, America God shed His grace on thee And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. I thank you. Would you be seated, please? Well, good morning, Brinesburg. And it is good to see you here on this Sunday morning and those of the Lord in prayer together. Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you today. And Lord, we do thank you for the blessing that it is to be an American. For the blessing it is to know that we are free. We are free to worship together, but we're also free to leave this place and to go out and to proclaim the gospel in the marketplace in our homes, in our businesses, in our communities. Lord, we have freedoms that brothers and sisters in Christ around the world only dream of. And we thank you. We thank you for the blessing of being able to vote and to be able to select our leaders. And Lord, we pray that in this year of, of selecting many of our leaders, even our president, Lord, that we would be prayerful about that. And Lord, that we would spend time searching out who you would have us to cast a vote for. Uh, Lord, not just who we think is most popular or, or who 
who we, who we like the best, but Lord, who reflects your values? And so, Lord, thank you for those freedoms. Lord, we thank you for the men and women in our armed forces who have laid their lives on the line, who have given up time with, with family and, and friends and time at home to go and to protect these freedoms. Lord, bless them. Lord, help us to always remember those who have given their lives. Lord, today we recognize there are many who are hurting today, though. Lord, many who are in need of your touch. And Lord, we just pray that they might hear from you today. Lord, as we sing, as we pray, as we study your word, that, Lord, hearts might be stirred and lives might be changed for your honor and for your glory. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. We're going to sing a medley, some patriotic songs. Begins with, This is my country. This is my country, land of my birth. This is my country, grandest on earth. I pledge my allegiance, America the bold. For this is my country to have and to hold. Sing that again. This is my country, land of my birth. This is my country, grandness on earth. I pledge thee my allegiance, America the bold. For this is my country to have and to hold you're a grand old flag you're a high flying flag and forever in peace may you wave you're the emblem of the land i love the home of the free and the brave every heart beats true under red white and blue where there's never a boast or brag but should all acquaintance be forgot, keep your eye on grand old flag. You're a grand old flag, you're a high flying flag, and forever in peace may you wave. You're the emblem of the land I love, the home of the free and the brave. Every heart beats true under red, white, and blue, where there's never a boast or brag. But should all acquaintance be forgot, keep your eye on the grand old flag. This land is your land, this land is my land, from California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. This land is your land. In the midst of the pride that we so rightfully take in those who serve this country in peace and war, we stand with an even greater, if more somber, pride for those who have paid the ultimate price in service for our country. 
Their memory is preserved in the white crosses of Arlington, the beaches of Normandy, the silent depths of Pearl Harbor, and in the black granite of a Washington, D.C. wall. And their memory is preserved in the hearts of all Americans who are grateful for such valor, impressed with such courage, and respectful of such sacrifice. It is to them that we offer this tribute. So for a few moments, as Hannah plays, I want us just to kind of bow our head and meditate and remember those who've given everything in their lives for our freedom. and singing this song. It's called God Bless the USA. You know it. I, I'll do the verses. If you know the verses, sing along with me. But I, you know the chorus. Let's praise the, thank the Lord for our country and for those who have sacrificed. Let's say God bless the USA. Here we go. If tomorrow all the things were gone I worked for all my life and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my God above to be living here today cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can take that away. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston, from New York to LA, where there's pride in every American's heart, and it's time we stand and say, come on, stand up and sing it. Come on, stand up. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt 
I love this land. God bless the USA. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. standing please yes give them a hand for our country i want you to remain standing as we sing this beautiful patriotic hymn my country tis the land my country tis the sweet land of liberty of the i see Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside, let freedom ring, let music swell the breeze, and ring from all the trees, sweet freedom song let mortal tongues awake let all that breathe partake let rocks their silent break the sound prolong our father's god to thee Author of liberty, to thee we sing. Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might, great God. Thank you. Be seated, please. Oh. Uh. 
Amen. What a wonderful job, Rockney. Thank you. Uh, programs like that don't just happen. Uh, they take a lot of planning and a lot of preparation. And thank uh, Brother Rockney and Hannah and Eric and, and uh, all the sound folks that have made this possible today as well. Uh, what a great time of just remembering the blessings the Lord has given to us and to be able to celebrate who we are as Americans. And... Uh, Praise the Lord for uh, this nation and for what God has blessed us with here. Uh, if you will, turn with me in your Bibles this morning to Matthew chapter 22. As we continue to focus on 
our nation and our freedoms and what God's called us to do as Americans. Matthew chapter 22, and we're going to be looking at verses 15 through 22, and the subject of rendering what is due. And as you're turning there to to Matthew 22, let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, and we do thank you so much for the blessings of freedom. Lord, for being citizens of a nation where we have the uh, freedom to come together and to worship, to study your word, to, to share your word with others. Uh, Lord, we thank you for the freedoms that, that have uh, been purchased for us at, at the price of men and women's blood uh, that laid down their lives for us. Men and women in the service who have said, I'm willing to, to lay it on the line because they too believe in the cause of freedom. Lord, we thank you this morning for them. And Lord, I pray that you would show us this morning what it means to truly render, uh, Lord, and what we ha- have to, to, to render to you, what we have to render to our nation, and, and where that line is. And so, Lord, I just pray that you might speak to us clearly this morning, and in a way where as we leave this place, we recognize uh, that you truly are our Lord, and you truly are uh, deserving of all of our honor, praise, and glory. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So we have spoken this morning much of rendering. Uh, the oper- we've had the opportunity to render or to give honor to whom honor is due this morning. And so we've honored our servicemen and women uh, for whom we know that we owe a great debt of gratitude for our freedom as Americans. Uh, we have remembered our fallen heroes and, and we've remembered their families. Um, these brave men and women who have laid down their lives for the cause of freedom. We have honored our flag. We have honored our country. And although imperfect, this nation has blessed us with more freedom than any other nation that has ever been known. However, we are never to bow down and worship to any nation, to any political leader, to any group, or to any cause, no matter how great we may believe it to be in our time. Our knee is only to bend at the foot of the cross to the one and only King Jesus. And so this balance, this balance between church and state is not something that is new to the United States of America. As we see here in Matthew chapter chapter 22, there was a great debate that was raging amongst the religious leaders of Jesus' day concerning God's people and their response to ruling authorities. Should a God-fearing person pay taxes when they don't agree with the decisions or actions of governing authorities? And I think Jesus really gives us a clear answer here. In Matthew chapter 22, in verses 15 through 22, please stand with me in honor of the reading of God's word. It says, then, when the Pharisees and took, then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for, our, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? Shew me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he saith unto them, 
whose is the image and the superscription? And they said unto him, Caesar's. Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And when they had heard these words, they marveled and they left him and went their way. You may be seated. We first see here the question of rendering. Rendering uh, really is, is, is nothing more than giving honor, giving respect. And so there was a reason for this question that was being asked. Just the day before, Jesus had run the money changers out of the temple, which was a big deal. You see, that was significant because the religious leaders of the day had a financial stake, a, vest, a vested interest, you might say, in the buying and the selling of those sacrificial animals. In other words, they were getting a kickback. And so this was hitting them in the pocketbook. So this was just another reason of many reasons that they hated Jesus and wanted him taken out. He had challenged them at every area of their power, at every area of their influence, and they hated him for it. And so the question of rendering taxes was thought to be a trap, a trap that Jesus could not get out of on either side. They thought that they had him pinned in on this one. If he said, disregard the taxes, if you don't agree with Caesar or, or if you don't like his actions, then the Roman authorities would have, have been called and Jesus would have been arrested for insurrection against the Roman Empire. And the religious leaders would have been fine with that. On the other side, if he simply said, you should pay the taxes and support the Roman Empire, then the people themselves would have turned against Jesus, and they would have called for his arrest on those charges. So what answer could Jesus give that would keep him from falling into this trap that had been set? Well, we see the explanation to the rendering secondly Jesus takes a different approach that no one saw coming and explains to us the reasoning for rendering what is due the idea here is simple ultimately everything belongs to God and that's something that all of us should understand that when it comes to our finances that when it comes to our freedoms when it comes to our families that everything absolutely everything belongs to God. Yet God has chosen to allow earthly governments to have temporary authority over certain things in our world. And so that which government has control over, we owe them certain compensation. So government provides for certain vital services that it would be difficult for any of us to provide on our own. And so they, we, we see the government provides law, local law enforcement. Uh, the government provides state and national defense. The government uh, provides minting and printing of currency. The government provides us with infrastructure. And part of that infrastructure is our roads and, and our bridges. And we need those things. Now, there are many other things that our taxes are used for to fund that we might not agree over, that we might argue over. But Jesus, his point here is that human governments are legitimate. Because they are ordained by God. Well, you say, well, Brother Brad, what do you mean they're ordained by God? You're saying God set up human governments? Absolutely. In fact, Scripture teaches that over and over again. Peter explains that all have been given their authority from God. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 13, 14, and 15. 
He said, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. God himself has ordained human governments. And so we might not agree with the decisions and the choices that are made by these human governments. We might not agree with the decisions and choices of our local government, of our judge executive, or of our mayor, or of our county commissioners, or of our city council, or of our governor, or of our legislature, or of our president, or of our congress, or any other leader in our government. And yet, we are to submit to their authority. We are to pay taxes. We're to pray for our leaders. In fact, Paul made it clear in Romans 13, verse 1, and there in verses 5 through 7, he says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Then in verse 5, he says, Wherefore, ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually unto this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to him, tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. And so as citizens of this country, we have received many great blessings. And I'm thankful for our rights of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness, regardless of race or gender or where we came from or how much money we might have in our bank account. And some have privileges that others do not. That's true. And we can't argue that. I grew up in a home with two parents, and both of my parents earned postgraduate degrees. And therefore, when I went home at night, I got a lot of help with my homework from two parents. And so, you know, I had many friends uh, who came from one-parent homes. And that one parent, whether that was mom or whether that was dad, many times they had two, two jobs. And so either mom or dad, whoever the one parent was that was raising them, wasn't at home at night many times because they had a job that they had to go to. And so they didn't get as much help with their homework. And I understand there's, there's certain privileges like that, that that I did grow up with. And I praise the Lord for those things that, that I was blessed with. And, and I'm thankful for the, for the things the Lord blessed me with. And yet, even those who did not have those same privileges have the right to the same blessings of life and liberty in the pursuit of happiness. We have those same blessings because we are Americans. And for some of us, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. We're going to have to put out a lot more effort. But that's still there. And I'm thankful for living in a community with great law enforcement where I don't really have to worry about my safety when I go outside or if I go to the park to play with my kids. It's a safe place. I'm thankful for the world's strongest military that allows me to sleep at night without a worry about another nation invading. I don't worry about those things because of what the Lord has blessed us with here. I'm thankful for roads that allow me to travel quickly pretty much anywhere that I need to go. Even in a rural community like Marshall County, we have pretty nice roads. We don't really have to worry about those things. I'm thankful for elected leaders who keep all of that running on a daily basis. Even when I do not agree with everything that they do or say. Many times when I very much do not agree with many of the things that they say and do. 
I'm still thankful that God has placed me in a nation where we get to vote for our leaders, where we get to elect our leaders, where he's given us individuals, men and women, uh, who, who serve in those offices. And I pray for them. And so all that, meaning Jesus never allows us to simply turn our back on our government simply because we don't like the leader or agree with the amount of taxes that we're required to render to the government. We are to live peaceably. We're to live peaceable lives, paying our taxes and respecting and praying for our leaders, which really brings us to Jesus's main point. And that's the third thing I want us to look at, the ultimate rendering. Jesus's point here is not ultimately about rendering taxes to Caesar or to any other earthly government. Jesus is ultimately saying extraordinarily little, listen to me, extraordinarily little rendering is due to earthly authorities. Jesus' focus was ultimately on God the Father here. It wasn't on the image of Caesar on on the coin, but it was on God in heaven. He says, render unto men. Render unto men the small amount of taxes that are due and the honor that they are due as leaders. But that is where the rendering ends. Caesar desired to be worshipped. Caesar literally desired to be worshipped as deity. And he was demanding to be given devotion that God has given. And so this was Jesus' real point. Jesus is making it clear that when an earthly leader, when when a political party, when a movement desires your devotion, calling on you to bow the knee, to bow down to that movement, to bow down to that leader, to bow down to to that party, the rendering must end. We do not bow our knee to anyone other than King Jesus and King Jesus alone. In the Soviet Union, the Communist Party persecuted Christians Because they would not give homage to the state. They would not worship the state. They were good citizens in every way, paying their taxes, causing no real trouble. And yet the Communist Party wanted them to worship the government, give total devotion to the state. As Christian Americans, we must understand that Christian must always come first. We are not simply Americans who happen to be Christians. We are Christians who happen to be blessed to be an American. But we are Christians first. And the moment that the government desires to make us compromise our faith, we are no longer obligated by conscience to render unto them. And so I'm not going to water down the gospel to appease the government. I don't care what they threaten me with. I will preach the gospel And I will not bow the knee to any cause simply because society or the government says that I should. I will not call sinful lifestyles a legitimate choice simply because the government may threaten me with fines or jail time. I will not stop fighting for life from conception to natural death regardless of what the courts might say. Because God's word is preeminent. What God says, not what the Supreme Court says, is what I will live my life by. So remember the exchange between Peter and the Sanhedrin in Acts chapter 5. The Sanhedrin had political and religious authority, and they threatened Peter. Why? Because he dare preach 
the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. He preached a living Jesus who was powerful and who reigned. And in Acts chapter 5, verses 28 and 29, we see this exchange between the Sanhedrin and Peter. And the Sanhedrin saying, Did not we strictly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. Brinesburg, this must be our answer today. We must obey God rather than men. And so the question has to come to us. Is your greatest allegiance to God or man? Are you more passionate about proclaiming the gospel or about arguing for your political party? Are you more dedicated to Christ or your particular political leader? We will render our hearts to either God or man. Who has your heart this morning? Are you more passionate about God or country? Let us make sure that we remember that our home is in heaven. That we are aliens and strangers here. That this is not our home. This is a blessed place to live this part of our life. But eternity will be spent in heaven with our Father. And so we are aliens and strangers here. And we cannot devote our hearts more fully to man, even to country, than we do our God. God has blessed us with a great nation to live our lives in and proclaim his gospel but never allow your passion for country to, over, to overshadow your devotion to God Almighty. Do you know you rendered? Do you know that you have given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ? Can you say without a doubt this morning that your devotion belongs to the Lord? That you have repented of your sin and that you've given lordship of your life over to Jesus Christ? Because if you can't say that, then today you need to make that decision. Today you need to get that settled in your heart. Make sure that before you leave this place, that you have rendered all to him and to him alone. Praise God for a nation where we have received these kinds of blessings. But the ultimate honor and glory and praise belongs to Jesus and Jesus alone. Let us pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, and we thank you for the opportunity to come. We thank you for the opportunity to proclaim a gospel that is alive and powerful, and that gospel is that you came and you lived a perfect, sinless life, and you went to the cross of Calvary, and you willingly, freely laid down your life as the payment for our sins. You were buried, physically dead in a grave for three days. But on the third day, you did what only you as God can do, and you rose again, defeating even the grave itself. And so now death has no victory. The grave has been defeated. And we have the opportunity to have a relationship with you. And so, Lord, today, if there's even one who needs to come and needs to say yes to you, Lord, I pray that they would come. I pray that they would cry out to you, that they would repent of sin and receive you by faith. 
And Lord, we will rejoice with them. Others of us may need to come to this altar. We may need to pray. We may need to get some things right this morning. But Lord, as you have moved today in our hearts, help us to move in obedience. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. song to you, but listen to the words as we sing along. It's only in Christ that we're truly free. Only in Christ What decision has the Lord called you to make? Would you come as we sing? Thank you for listening to our broadcast today from Bryansburg Missionary Baptist Church. If you need spiritual help with your relationship with the Lord, please call 270-527-3757. Also, we would like to invite you to attend our services. On Sunday morning, Sunday school begins at 10 a.m. and our worship service is at 11 a.m. On Sunday evening, discipleship training begins at 5 p.m. with our worship service at 6 p.m. You may also view our Sunday worship services live on Mediacom Inspiration Channel 93. On Wednesday night, our worship service begins at 7 p.m. Once again, thanks for listening, and may God bless you and your family.